0: Welcome to the Tin Lounge. You've stumbled on one of our short episodes called The Mini Bar, where we discuss a current relevant topic pertaining to the travel industry. I'm Teresa, owner of Get Out Custom Travels and creator of Fam With Intention. And
1: I'm Corinne, creator of Travel Biz Boss and co-owner of Journey's Travel Company. We won't let you leave without some excess baggage, so stay with us until the end.
0: Happy one year anniversary, Yay! Corrine! <laughs> I hope I didn't just blow out someone's speakers. (laughs) I I think uh, we might have. uh, I can't believe it's been an entire year since we launched the Tin Lounge. Yep. I don't know if you
1: remember, but back when we got everything started, I was like, I want to plot out the first six episodes because statistically speaking, most podcasts don't make it past four so let's go ahead and make the plan for the first six with that in mind to get over that hump. And here we are.
0: Yeah, here we are. And I didn't even count how many episodes we have. I guess it's safe to say we have like 52, if there are 52. Yeah, should be about 50. <laughs> well, we did miss. We did miss Christmas and Thanksgiving. And so... then one
1: other week when yeah, you're so is so
0: Almost dead. 50 episodes a year later. And we're still going strong, and you know, being able to be part of the Travel Market Media podcast network with a yes. ton of other great podcasters. I remember—I just remember the first time we started talking about this idea. Yeah, and little did we know that it would become such—I don't want to say such a production, but I feel like it is. <laughs> it's a big deal. It's a, well, it, its hard for us because it's so
1: easy. We really have just been. We were just talking about it on autopilot. It has just felt good the whole way through. We have not been stressed about it in any way. We're just letting it flow. So it does, sometimes doesn't feel like as big of a deal. Uh, but, you know, Megan Chapa, who has the travel radio podcast, she was sending, she helps run the podcast network we're in. And she was sending us our stats the other day and getting us pumped up. Like, it's a big deal. And I'm very proud of us.
0: Yeah. I am so proud of us too. And I know when we first started, we wanted to make sure we did things right Mm -hmm. because we wanted this to be something that lasted. And that was like our lofty goal, Mm -hmm. Um, but we didn't realize it would actually happen. So we went all out with like designing our logo, getting our professional photos done. (laughs) Um, And I, you know, it still blows my mind sometimes, looking back and and thinking about all the people we've connected with through this podcast like you know the number of listeners we have now versus the first week and how much more comfortable we are recording the podcast versus when we first started oh so <laughs> oh it's such a
1: huge difference now i just feel like i don't even need to prep but you know <laughs> just get on and start talking <laughs> i mean we do prep but i just feel it, before at the beginning, I was so, so nervous every time. And now I'm just like, "Eh, it'll be fine. We're just going to be ourselves. And Mm -hmm.
0: yeah, definitely. You had mentioned prior to starting this recording that, you know, thinking about the questions we often get from our listeners, and when we get interviewed and stuff like that. um, The biggest question we get is, are you going to continue this podcast?
1: Yeah, is this just a pandemic project? or Are you going to keep going? And I don't think either one of us ever looked at this as just a pandemic project, because even prior to the pandemic, keeping up with all of the travel news and headlines was such a chore. It's just that when it got kicked up 700,000 notches, (laughs) when we realized, like, we need to do something. And now, you know, the difference between the news we were delivering a year ago and the news we're delivering now, we talk about this all the time, it's like every week we get more and more joy, you know, before we were constantly delivering the negative stuff and trying to keep it as light as we could for you. (laughs) But now it's like so exciting. Every time I'm getting all the headlines together for excess baggage, I just feel more and more and more pumped.
0: Yeah. A hundred percent. I, you know, sometimes when I look back at the different news that we shared in the past versus now, I get kind of teary-eyed because we all knew that there was going to be some kind of improvement, some kind of progress. Things were not going to be as bad as last year. But to actually see that transition within our episodes, it has been incredible. And I feel like I'm going to go back and listen to one of our first ones just to see. I feel our- it would be too cringy. <laughs> well, just to get a feel for what it felt, what it you know, sounded like back then and you know, what, where our mind space was back then. So, um, you know, to all our listeners, thank you so, so much for all your support through our past year. And hopefully we were able to bring you some kind of levity every week and, you know, sharing your sorrows, but now sharing your joys. So and We're not yeah. going anywhere. We're, we're not, not going, going anywhere. anywhere.
1: We've. I always say this is a this is a long term committed relationship. And... Yep, we're committed,
0: one hundred percent committed.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, before we jump into the news, we want to give a shout out another one to our podcast network Trav Market Media. Head on over to TravMarketMedia.com where you can find other amazing podcasts to grow and build your business. Well, should we start with the super? easy one that I just pulled from an email this week. Uh, Yeah, we can do that. I was reading through my bajillion emails. (laughs) And uh, I just felt like this is not a news headline. But I know we're all struggling with Hawaii. And I got an email from Pleasant and Journeys. And it really stood out to me. Um, Number one, they are not currently selling fly drive or car rentals only now. I bet that's going to be spreading across the suppliers. Uh, but there are no cars on any island until September. So if you have people that want to travel to Hawaii this summer, you have to let them know right up front, you won't be getting a rental car. You're going to have to take other forms of transportation. Um, for the Christmas and holiday period, car rentals are on request only basis. So iffy we're always so comfortable with maybe you will maybe you won't (laughs) (laughs) who knows and then luau's are sold out through june and very limited availability from july 1st through august 31st and i have seen a major trend on facebook of clients saying their luau reservations were just canceled just you don't have a reservation anymore so I feel like, please, nobody contact me for Hawaii right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've gotten more than a few Hawaii inquiries. And it's one of those things where I really need to just set the expectation for them. Yeah. And let them know, you know, if you are traveling before this time frame or within the holiday timeframe, this is what you need to keep in mind. And I remember ch- chatting on the phone um, with someone from Pleasant for a Hawaii trip. And this one was in September. This was for a trip in September. And the gentleman on the phone was like, you know, I know we have a rental car in the quote and itinerary and it's booked. I just want you to make sure you let your clients know that there's still a chance there might not be enough cars.
1: Yeah. I, we had our team meeting recently and Don and I were just at a loss because our associate agents are saying, like, what are we supposed to tell our clients? And we don't know what the right answer is. Like, this has never been an issue before. We don't have experience with this to rely on. Mm-hmm. And none of us want to be telling our clients we don't know. But right. that is the situation we're in. And I was just commenting on a Facebook rant yesterday because this poor woman was just so stressed over something that was out of her control, which is my MO. And I was just like, listen, this is not your fault and you can't control it. And you've got to remove the emotion from it. This is the situation. This person could not have booked with someone else and had a different outcome. You have to remember, and it's important that we keep our emotions out of it for the client's sake, because if they hear you, in a tone that sounds indignant or upset, it just feeds any emotional response they're going to have. And that's so hard for me, but um, I'm really trying to just be super matter of fact right now. Stay cheerful and upbeat. Like these are our options. That's not one of them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, with, with the situation with covid that's one thing that i've really worked on and i'm still not 100% great at it but just remembering that it's not my fault and we always feel so attached to the trips that we book for our clients because i i, I don't know about you but i like i'm emotionally invested in trips yes you know i want you guys to have a good time and so when things are you know something happens like i feel like i tend to take it personally
1: 100%. um so
0: you know, this time around, I'm just like, nothing can be done. Like no way anyone else could handle it any differently. No. Something I always think to myself is, okay, anytime there's a problem, I want to be sure to offer solutions. Mm -hmm. So it's like, Hey, here's a problem, but these are the options that you can choose from. These are the alternatives. Take your pick. Yep. So that way they're not just left high and dry as your clients and you still are proving your value to them once again, that you're there to help them solve a problem.
1: That's right. And I think right now all of us are uncomfortable because we are used to providing a layer of certainty for Mm -hmm. the clients that we can't provide right now. And so that makes us wonder, well, why would they want to book with me then? Or it just sort of uh, has us questioning our value but we all know that them in the same situation without you is a whole different story than having a fierce advocate on their side. So just stay confident because though these things are outside of your control, you are still putting all of your clients in a much better position just by having worked with you. A hundred percent. That's my pep talk for
0: today. Yes. <laughs> Guys. No, your worth, and your <laughs> worth is a lot. <laughs> that's right. That is right. With all the news of Europe opening up, I know there's initial excitement. It's like, oh, things are opening up, this and that. However, we need to look at the details. Mm-hmm. So something that I'm guilty of is like, oh my gosh, this thing is opening up. It's so exciting. You know, let's start booking, let's start planning. And that's my initial thought in my head. But then you have to realize that, okay, they made the announcement, but everything comes with details that you have to pay attention to. Yep.
1: That's Um, what we're here
0: for. (laughs) To try and help get through, cut through the confusion. Um, Speaking about confusion, Travel Weekly has an article that is titled Confusion Reigns as Europe Reopens to Vaccinated Travelers. Yep. And... One thing that I wanted to point out was um, there's another travel advisor who um, she's currently in Europe right now. I think it's Kate Sullivan. Mm-hmm. She's in Croatia. She's in Croatia. Yeah. And so she had posted on her Instagram stories, how she w- went to the airport and she, you know, the new rule said that she, if she had been vaccinated, she would need to show a negative PCR test, COVID test. However, when she went to the airport in DC, The airline folks didn't know that she didn't need a negative PCR test um, if she had been vaccinated. But she said luckily she had just gone with the most stringent restrictions and she got one anyway, just in case. And it was a good thing she did because the airline staff didn't know. And so if she didn't have that, she wouldn't have been let on to the flight. So these are things that we need to consider and pay attention to um, when when we are booking and planning for our clients to go to Europe. And so, you know, with my trip to Greece in August, it's like, okay, maybe by then things will be more settled. But also I have in the back of my mind that maybe I have to keep in mind that even though I'm vaccinated, I might still need a negative test just in case. Err
1: on the side of caution. And I've seen this a lot. I've been so happy to see discussion in groups about how, you know, for instance, Mexico does not require a test, but most TAs are advising their clients to get one because you do have to have one to get home. And if you were to test positive before you leave, you would know not to go and get stuck there. So I am seeing a great trend of advisors being extra cautious and that can only be helpful at this point. (laughs) Yeah.
0: After the year we had, uh, I will be extra cautious.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And the article talks about an example in Italy. um, The country is opening its borders to all Americans on so-called quarantine free flights. So they're nonstop flights from U.S. hubs into Rome or Milan, on which all passengers must provide proof of a negative test within 72 hours of departure. And then they're going to be tested again on arrival. But the Italian tourism ministry site has a questionnaire travelers can fill out to find out about entry requirements. And it still says U S travelers must be on essential travel or face a 10 day quarantine. So it's not even just pay attention, but you have to look for several sources at this point and really confirm and reconfirm and reconfirm. And as Kate advised err on the side of caution, go with the most stringent possible restrictions.
0: Yeah, I mean I think it just is some it just takes time to update everything from like the state department to the tourism boards to you know there are all these moving parts and it takes time to update everything and we don't know which source companies like airlines are looking at. So if they're looking at a source that hasn't updated yet, they could require the mo- the more strict Um, policies. So in looking at Greece, for example, I was looking up different things to send out to um, my family. And on one site, it says, if you're vaccinated, you don't need a negative COVID test. But then on the, the State Department, they still list the old restrictions. So they haven't updated it yet. So this is where the confusion sets in. And our job as travel advisors to our clients is to figure out what it is that our clients need in order to travel to those places and send them the correct sources and let them know that it's probably going (laughs) to change and (laughs) while that is
1: frustrating it is also a big opportunity and uh you know i try to come from the perspective i get to instead of i have to you know Mm -hmm. i get to help people navigate this tricky stuff i'm really showing my stuff right now Mm -hmm. and this is such an opportunity to um solidify and build your business with your clients.
0: Exactly. Um, have you ever watched the movie Legally Blonde? Oh yeah. Okay, so, so many you know, times. You know Elle Woods' energy when she is questioning the daughter with a really curly hair. Yeah, but the daughter yeah, with a perm. I don't want any spoiler alerts, guys. Like, spoiler alert. Here, if you haven't seen Legally Blonde. Um, but she when she says that she washed her hair the same way she got a perm, like, the energy that Elle has where she's starts, like, snapping. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I got this. That's yeah. the energy that I feel when I'm trying to tell people, like, these are the sources. Here's what's going on. Like, yeah. that's the energy I'm channeling because as travel advisors, we know our stuff. We know where to look. So take that Elwoods energy and uh, flex that brain, flex Flex those
1: skills. (laughs) (laughs) Well, along those lines, Afar has a great article that is called our guide to last minute summer 2021 travel, which I recommend everybody go take a look at because it covers a lot about domestic travel and Um, international and you know, it's kind of covering some of the stuff I talked about for Hawaii and outlines some of the obstacles and pitfalls. And I just can't believe how many inquiries I'm getting for festive and there's not a lot left, especially domestic, which is so nuts. Mm -hmm. Um, But they cover so many different destinations and have a few tips one of which is Costco travel. So I'm going to have to give them a ding for that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I mean, we all have a bone to pick with Costco travel.
1: (laughs) Um, Some of the, and I'm doing this a lot with my clients. My biggest tip for like, first of all, you're not getting a screaming hot deal. It's not happening. Um, but but I can help you get the most bang for your buck. And Mm -hmm. I do take that responsibility seriously. So we can make sure you're getting the best value. You're just not going to get a deal and flexibility is that key, right? Dates. And this gets really tricky for family with kids on school breaks. Um, But flexibility is how you're going to, we all know this. I'm not talking to my clients. I'm going, I'm talking like I am talking to my clients, (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and obviously the demand for europe's about to break open like a flood i personally feel very nervous about it i'm going to feel nervous until i go and many of my clients go and we sort of get the hang of this thing it makes me think back to when i first started and booking air was absolutely terrifying <laughs> That's how I'm feeling now about booking here. <laughs> I guess I'm just going to have to go myself and see how it is.
0: I mean, that's, I think that's going to be what we need to be doing. Um, just so we can see for ourselves and be less nervous. And so our clients can feel more, more at ease knowing that we've done it. And Considering the past year, the number of canceled trips that we've had far outweighs the trips that have gone ahead. Mm -hmm. And so I think we need to start seeing the opposite happen before I start getting more confident in things starting back. Like when we can start taking trips, like big trips again without cancellations and having more of those, that's when I'll start feeling more comfortable.
1: A hundred percent.
0: Alaska's breaking open, too,
1: especially with all the cruises being able to run now. Um, one thing I've been focusing on, and I've talked about this before, is Central America, because there are still going to be people who are too nervous to go too far away, but they want something that doesn't feel cookie cutter and feels a little bit more exotic. So, you know, Belize, Nicaragua, Costa Rica. Good luck with availability there. That has been super hot as well. That's always been my go-to for when people want Hawaii but don't have Hawaii budget. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> um, Guatemala, Panama, these places feel at least a little bit more exciting than your typical Cancun, Montego Bay, Punta Cana. Mm-hmm. So I've been trying to brush up on all that stuff. Oh, speaking of that, I don't know if I just randomly saw this email I got from... It's Rethink Virtual Travel Conference, and I decided to sign up for it, and there's a bunch of Central and South America suppliers, and you get 30-minute one-on-one meetings, so I'm going to be meeting with someone about Bolivia, someone about Colombia, like the smaller DMCs. I'm so excited about it, but this is what's driving me, is I want to be able to offer some creative suggestions to my clients that feel a little more exciting, but are not too far away. Mm Mm-hmm go take a look at this article. It covers Florida. It covers the Montana, Wyoming, and Utah area and has you know some sort of, this is the situation now and here are some tips, Alaska as well. Um, and I don't know if anyone's heard about people renting U-Haul trucks in Hawaii, but that's a thing now too. <laughs> uh,
0: if I lived in Hawaii, I would probably try and look at this from the perspective of how can I capitalize on this? If I have a vehicle or two, I'll be like, "Okay. There are
1: people doing that, renting There's personal a vehicles." For this.
0: <laughs> That's right. <laughs>
1: Before we jump out of the, out of this and into excess baggage though, I yesterday I texted Teresa and was like, "You have to try this sh- show that I found. If you have Hulu, there is a show called Basic to Baller. Basic I,
0: versus Baller. Basic
1: versus, okay. And there is one of the guys, when it came up, I was like, oh, I know that guy from YouTube, uh, which is Alex. But it's these two brothers, and they go to different destinations. They've do. They did a few in Europe, a few in Asia, and a couple in the United States. And they have to answer a trivia question, and whoever gets it right gets the baller budget, and the other one has the the basic budget. And we're talking, like, in one place the baller had like forty six hundred dollars and the basic had sixty dollars.
0: Oh my goodness. I don't think I've gotten to that episode. And even though all
1: most of us are somewhere in the middle, I loved it. I loved seeing like the cheapest of the cheap, which is not what I want to sell, but there are certainly some wonderful experiences to be had in certain places that are free that we can suggest to our clients as something to do that day that makes them feel excited. That isn't like, you know, private tour, but like go check out this park or this uh, swimming hole. Yeah. Um, and then of course I love to see the bougie stuff. <laughs> so. yeah,
0: I, I would, I see myself as a travel that's in between, like Me for too. accommodations I'd like to have, you know, More than comfortable accommodations when it comes to food, give me all the street food. Like I don't want the fancy multi-course restaurant stuff. Um, I remember the one guy, the baller guy in Hong Kong eating like the fancy dim sum. I'm like, oh no, I don't want fancy dim sum. I want like the street food, smaller restaurant, like the dim sum, the basic guy was eating. That was more of my jam. So let me just tell you something. My mother may never forgive me for looking up what bird's
1: nest is because of that show, he was saying that bird's nest Mm -hmm. is like a very expensive ingredient that goes into high end dim sum. In case any of you don't know, bird's nest is dried bird saliva. I don't understand who thought of this, how this came about, (laughs) but my mother, if I ever bring it up again, she's going to slap me across the (laughs) face. I hate to knock any type of cuisine. Bird saliva crosses a line for me.
0: <laughs> See, for me, I, uh, I I, can't say I've ever had bird's nest um, in terms of bird saliva. And I didn't even know birds had saliva. Same. Exactly. Like, I've How do you get bird, it? I've never seen a bird drool. No. Like ever. <laughs> giving
1: them lemons and then just catching <laughs> what's happening here. <laughs> Anyway, I learned a lot from the show and I think it's worthwhile. I think they're half hour or 40 minutes each or something. They're very like
0: short. That. They're they're um, bite-sized episodes. But a lot of fun to
1: get dreaming again. So I was excited to accidentally run across that. All righty, should we do some excess baggage? Oh yes. One year anniversary excess baggage. <laughs>
0: So much baggage.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it's time for Excess Baggage, which is a speed round of headlines that are pretty self-explanatory, so you can learn a lot in just a couple of minutes. Of course, the big news this week is that after passing in both the House of Representatives and the Senate last week, the bill to save Alaska's 2021 cruise season was signed by President Joe Biden on Monday, giving cruise lines the green light to sail later this summer. According to Travel Weekly, Royal Caribbean became the first cruise line to receive CDC approval to conduct a test sailing with the Freedom of the Seas approved to do a simulated voyage from June 20th to 22nd. They also report that Holland America Line's Eurodam will offer cruises from Venice, Athens, and Barcelona in September following a series of four Greece cruises starting in August. Travel Agent Central reports that Puerto Rico, as of Monday, May 24th, has dropped the PCR test requirements for fully vaccinated travelers on domestic flights and the lifting of the local curfew, which was established in March 2020. They also report that Spain will officially reopen on June 7th to all people who have been fully vaccinated against COVID-19, regardless of country of origin, which is making my dreams come true. An article from Travel Age West says that just days after christening its newest ocean ship Viking Venus, Viking has revealed its return to European river operations beginning this July, select itineraries in Portugal, France, and along the Rhine will restart exclusively for vaccinated guests, thanks to the European Union's announced reopening to non-EU travelers. Another one from Travel Age West says that a recent caravan survey from market research firm Engine Insights shows that for 56% of consumers, the ability to travel is a factor in their decision to get vaccinated. The survey also showed that 76% of adults plan on traveling within the next six months. Of those, 40% of respondents are looking to reunite with family and friends, 39% are comfortable booking now for a trip in the next three months, and 35% are willing to take a trip as soon as this weekend. According to Travel Pulse, The Transportation Security Administration, I could have just shortened that to TSA, reported processing 1,863,597 passengers through its checkpoints across the country on Sunday, May 23rd. It was the greatest number of flyers in the pandemic era. More importantly, the numbers were right in line with the same day in 2019. On that day, TSA counted 2,070,716 passengers, a difference of just 207,000 travelers. By far the least disparity since between 2019 dates and any date in the pandemic era from March of 2020 to the present. I do not care for pandemic era as a term. (laughs) Um, Another article from Travel Pulse says that Disney is introducing a $100 sandwich the panini sandwich can feed six to eight people and includes salami, rosemary, ham, provolone, and sun-dried tomato spread on toasted focaccia. It comes with marinara dipping sauce and arugula salad. And last, a fun one from afar, vaccinated travelers can win one-year free flights with United. To enter the Your Shot to Fly sweepstakes, those enrolled in Mileage Plus must simply upload proof of vaccination to united.com or the United app sometime between May 24th and June 22nd. Thirty winners will be randomly selected throughout the month of June to win a round trip flight for two in any class of service to anywhere in the world United flies. And that's it for excess baggage.
0: So two things: um, one, it was very easy to apply or to submit my vaccination mm-hmm. card because I am all about mm-hmm. trying my hand at winning free flight absolutely for a year. Um, and two. I'm pretty sure I spent $100 on a sandwich at Disney, and it did not feed (laughs) six to eight people. Six to eight people.
1: I was also (laughs) laughing, like, we really are going back to the 90s with sun-dried tomato spread.
0: (laughs) What am I at? Panera? (laughs) 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 Just a reminder that all the articles we've referenced today can be found in the show notes. Please remember that we didn't write the news. We're just sharing it. If you've enjoyed
1: the episode, please subscribe, leave a review, and or share the show. Also head on over to our Facebook and Instagram pages, which are both under the Tin Lounge. We'll link them in the show notes.
0: If you have any questions or comments, or would just like to say hello, please shoot us and a DM or email. Happy anniversary. <laughs> 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 please shoot us a DM or email us at hello at the tinlounge.com com, and we'll see you next week.
1: Bye. No one can do it like do it, we do it, like we do it, like we do it.